You're listening to the first episode of Serious Talk. Welcome, I'm Iris, and with me here today is Aiden Lowe. Hi, Aiden. It's great to have you here. What's up? What's up? Since it's the first episode, I thought it would be a good idea to start the podcast off with knowing the importance of current events and global problems. I invited Aiden because I feel like we share a lot of similarities. We both have a podcast, though Aiden's is way ahead of me. And we participate in MG20, which is a club that heavily focuses on global topics. Um, I wasn't a person who really cared about the news, to be honest. It was only until I joined MG20 did I realize how oblivious I was to what's happening around the world. How about you? Yeah, uh, it was interesting. When When we started off, it was just like a club that our AP biology teacher introduced in class. And then we just thought it was pretty cool. So we applied like based on like role, this role playing style and this conference style that we had never touched before. So that was really cool. And then it became throughout the conferences and the monthly cycles, we can learn one current event each month. So that was really cool. And the fact that we get to role play the different organizations that even though they're in a fictional city, the conflicts or this cooperation can happen in the real world. So we can simulate how that happens and then kind of get into the shoes of what this officer would say or what this agency would say. And that's just really cool. And uh, there's also this week four activity, this extra activity where we have to find something similar. So one of the things we did for the food waste cycle, I went down to interview the food analysis board so they can give us accurate data. And then when I brought it back to the club, that gave them something to really grasp on what food insecurity is and what food waste is. And then from that, we can think of solutions that could have potentially helped the school. So it's just trying to connect these major topics to our everyday lives and uh, inform, make us better informed people. Yeah. And being like in the position of, you know, being kind of in charge of the club curriculum, we really did put a lot of effort in trying to connect real world problems into like every cycle. And that's something I feel like it benefits our members a lot as well. I went to the previous MG20 summit and I was representing Russia, a country that I knew very little about. So I had to do a lot of research about, you know, environmental problems, population issues, economic policies, etc. And there were a lot of serious ongoing problems, how much I didn't know. And I guess it made me realize that having history classes in school is just not enough. Aiden, you participated in the most recent MG20 summit about space exploration. How did current events play a role? Yeah, uh, I participated in the latest MG20 July summit that included the pandemic and space exploration as part of the topics. But because the head of state was relegated to the COVID track, so that kind of forced me into, you know, political things about COVID-19 that I had to be aware of. And uh, before joining the summit, 
I was very desensitized to COVID-19 because it's always on the news. And as each country fights their own battles, it feels like a replay of similar events under slightly different circumstances. You know, it's, it's still always the same thing. Why aren't people wearing masks in this country? When are the vaccines coming out in this country? It's everything keeps being replayed in like different time periods, like at the beginning, uh, at the end of 2020, the beginning of 2021. So I was just not very interested in, you know, trying to find out what the current events are. But because I was India, one of the heavily influenced countries from the Delta variant, I had to do it. So that's when I started watching videos and interviews on like the, the situation there. And uh, I figured out that there was a lot of things related to oxygen tanks. That was the main headline for India and COVID-19, which was... They did not have oxygen and enough hospital beds for the people. And it's because that the government was very politically corrupted. So during the pandemic, they were doing political rallies, which was very counterintuitive. And what happened afterwards is people wanted to protest what the president is doing. So they go on the streets again and then they do mass protests. And this is not helping the COVID spread at all. So understanding like this kind of complex solution is really useful to become an intellectual person, in my opinion, because you get to realize the different circumstances in each countries, which can help you grow knowledge, which is what life is for. Um, but also you get the more, you get the context to connect with people, to connect with the Indian peers that I had in the summit. And eventually you'll need this info to change the world. So that's what I believe why we should do current events. And that's also what I learned from the summit. Yeah. Yeah. And the news you said about India, that is something that I don't see in like the headlines of major news broadcast websites. So you went to YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Can you go to websites? Like what are some platforms you went to? I mean, there the YouTube is the best part to sort of get into it because there are a lot of independent media, like small U- independent YouTube creators who will do the research for you and kind of bring out the most interesting parts of this country or its economy. But one of the keys to being more aware of the world is to interact with the people. One of our team members was from India herself. So she could tell us her personal experiences and what she thinks it needs to be changed. And it Basically, it helped boost our team to the other level because otherwise we would just be relegated to internet searching. I guess you could say like one thing is to, you know, try to find interesting topics that you think and then try to go online and search about them deliberately. And then the other part is if you can... Yeah, and that brings up to my second point, which is for these small YouTube creators and these small like websites, do you feel like the news there is reliable? Because I just realized that I usually receive my news through websites, but also social media and even TikTok videos. TikTok videos are actually really convenient. I receive the news for like just by looking at it 30 seconds. And I could input the main headlines, but is it reliable? That's the question. Yeah, I think you you have a point in that, in that, you know, small YouTube independent creators, of course, they're very interesting to watch, but how do you determine its credibility? 
Um, well, the first thing is that, <laughs> like, it's a, it's a totally funny thing when you like- can tell how much the person has reached based on the production value. So that's just a face value thing. If it's like written in like Microsoft Paint or something, it's probably not reliable. The second thing is that when these YouTubers review news or they talk about a political issues, they put a lot of links at the bottom so you can see for yourself if it's true. And you talked about TikTok, which was, you know, it's the norm nowadays for social media, this short attention span thing. And I'm not going to talk like a boomer and say like, oh, these young kids, everything is too short for them. Like they can only handle six seconds of information before they want to like lock out. I don't use TikTok or anything, but I understand the entertainment appeal to that. What gets lost in that is that because everything is so hyper sensational, you kind of lose the part where you think about, is this even real? Can this be substantiated? Like, for example, you know, those like Instagram information packs, like that people kind of repost around. That is a good thing for short attention span people. And IG is the best way to kind of spread that information with these short information packs that you can just scroll through that details like the political uprisings of the world or something. That is good. But there are others which are like uh, this recent one that I saw on YouTube. It was this airline conspiracy videos. These uh, random teenagers, they put a fake background in the back and then they just talk about how the airline companies are telling you the wrong position to brace for impact because that airline companies don't want you to sue them when their plane crashes, which is utter nonsense. So at the beginning, you should be aware of that. But it's very influential because they're teenagers right so they can have that kind of feeling like oh the government is not telling you something but i the person that you and i can relate to i am telling you something that you don't know that is actually true so immediately people would flock to that and the second is very accessible it's very easy to share it's very easy to not think about this is just bs that's what i think the problem with short attention span social media is Another problem, I think you mentioned it, besides short attention spam is, well, it's kind of tied to it, what you just said, actually, but it's people won't have their own opinions. They'll just immediately absorb what they hear instead of thinking about Mm -hmm. it. Totally agree. Totally agree. If you have a hot take, it's easy to get completely converted to the other side. When you see people on Twitter talking about the opposite opinion then you would think that maybe your opinion is wrong, but you don't realize that the people who talk about these opinions are also ones who just heard from others and want to join in on the hype or on the cancel culture. So that is one of the most problematic things about social media. You can't form your own opinions because everyone is constantly shouting at you what their opinions are. Yeah, and also about this reliability thing, there's also, I feel like these small videos, they contain a lot of bias in it as well. Yeah, but the most important antidote to that is to just be mindful. A lot of things you can just like interpret based on logic. The only logical question you need to ask yourself is what does the government gain from lying to us? And you would quickly realize that there is no gain. Therefore, the conspiracy is is invalid. Just FYI, Aiden here also has a podcast called 20 Minute Bio with Aiden Lowe. 
I kind of know your motivation and how you started, but why don't you introduce it yourself? Oh, yes. If I get the honor to do so, yes. This 20-minute bio with Aiden Lowe is just a platform where I get to share my love for biology. Oh, cliche. Uh, it's about a biology from a high schooler's perspective and specifically from my perspective. So it's not just about, you know, what's the latest biology news or something. It's what the sea turtles in Xiaolilcho influenced me to think about the island. Like very specific stuff that I find fascinating about biology itself. So that's kind of the premise of what it is, but it's still growing. The podcast actually started when one of our AP bio teacher, we came up with the idea that we can create a review media for AP biology, where the students uh, from AP bio could get a textbook and then using a podcast format, I can guide them through the textbook, through the most important terms, the most important concepts. And then, you know, it's because it's an audio form, it might be more easily digestible. That's what happened. I did create my two episodes based on that premise. But after those two episodes, I kind of want to make more diverse episodes. And I also had these like random audio clips I had from Xiaoliu Chou when I went to scuba diving. I had just had the resources and I had this podcast thing. So I just combined them together. Usually I vlog, but it's very hard to vlog when you're always underwater. So this new format was really cool in that I could still tell my story and what I think about it, but all I need is my voice and my sound effect. Is there anything you wish your listeners can gain from it, from your experiences and your story? Or is it just a sharing platform? I mean, I wanted it to be like a sharing platform. Like it always has been one of my core goals whenever I'm doing YouTube videos or this podcast. It's always something that I could record, publish, and then keep it forever, you know? But it's also something that can be relatable. Like there was this uh, iGEM team that I never heard about that is competing in a biomedical engineering like kind of competition. And it's hard to kind of get exposure to this competition because it's so prestigious. But by like sharing these experiences, I could learn from maybe what I would do in the future. And then hopefully my listeners would also get a taste of what it is like being in this competition and what it's like having to work with 20 something people. That's just something I want to bring to my listeners. Yeah, that's basically it. I know I'm the one being interviewed, but you know, I would like to reverse Uno card it and ask you why you decide to make your own podcast. Uh, I wanted to start a podcast since sophomore year, and I did so with three other friends. It's originally called NIMF, which is NIMF, and then it was turned into Friends in Navy, and it's still ongoing to this day, actually, though it's been a little bit inactive. Uh, but I really wanted to start my own, and you know, you know about this since I went and asked you for advice for like a long time about, because I was struggling on what topic I should do. I'm not the type who is very humorous and I'm also not a celebrity. So my life is kind of, you know, irrelevant to listeners. And my parents snag me all the time about how I don't watch the news and, you know, understand global phenomenons, etc. And I thought, wouldn't it be great if there's a platform that presents global issues and weekly news in just like 10 to 20 minutes? And boom, that's how I got the idea. 
So I hope that whoever listens to serious talk can develop their own perspective towards different topics. Yeah, that's pretty much how this whole thing started. That's cool. Ambition is always well respected, no matter what age you are. So you know, go for it. I hope you succeed. So I guess our conclusion for this episode is, well, tune into our podcast. Yay! Yes, and also keep in mind for you know current events, which Iris will be talking about in a lot more episodes. So make sure to continue tuning in. Yep. Just keep in mind that it's important to have global awareness and find ways to make yourself more knowledgeable about the world. Well, Aiden, thank you for your time. This is no effort at all. It's just us chatting, you know, in our natural habitat. So I'm honored to have this chat with you. And for all of you who are listening, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. <laughs>